All right, guys, it's showtime. Welcome back. Uh, lots, lots going on in the national news with uh, the coronavirus. Uh, so our, our sports topics going into this past week were pretty, pretty limited as to uh, gameplay to discuss. But we have an action-packed episode of NFL Talk, and uh, it's with my unfortunate pleasure and my heavy heart to discuss Tom Brady, but not without. Our special guest, welcome back, Jeff Halbert. Jeff, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. How are you? Uh, just, you know, about as good as we can be. Obviously, we're both very, very depressed at this very moment, yeah. but lots to look forward to and lots to talk about. So I'll just get started. Where are you at with your mental state with Tom Brady right now? Man, uh, highly disappointed the way it played out, right? You know, I'm, I'm pretty sad because I was uh, obviously – pretty dead set that he was staying in new england yeah yeah i we talked about it on you know episode or two ago we were both pretty sure man it just seemed like what bill i don't know if it was bill belichick or robert Kraft. we just kind of assumed that it would prevail the situation would kind of work itself out and, and brady wouldn't leave but and we'll touch on this, I'm sure, a bunch. But the one thing that I don't want to leave this podcast without saying is I'm Brady. Tom Brady showed his hand, and he does not care about anything else on this planet outside of winning. Absolutely. That if we take if, – if nobody takes anything away from this, he could have gone to the Chargers, and they could have probably thrown the farm at him money-wise. He could have stayed in New England and took less money – and just stay there because it's familiar. No, 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 no. He went to the place with tons of weapons, a coaching, a a respected head coach, a respected tight end, and a potential of adding another player who we'll discuss in a little bit. But I just think that overall he showed us that he is wanting to be dominant. Oh, yeah. I mean, winning's been his only goal this entire time. It's just always worked in his best interest to stay with new England, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he helped build the Patriot way and build that system. Um, I do believe uh, he's going to find some success though here in Tampa. Yeah. I'd be, uh, I'd be hard pressed to find somebody right now that disagrees with you. I just think that's, you know, obviously he's 42. He's going to be 43 here in August, but coming off a, a, you know, a 30 touchdown season. I still think he has that in him at the very minimum. And they let Jameis throw it around a ton, man. He's not going to throw 30 picks. This team's going to be very good. That's my opinion. Yeah. I loved seeing that stat. Jameis threw 30 picks last season and Brady's 16 through 19 campaigns were 29 picks. That's unreal. Uh, that's, that's telling real. Yeah. It's unreal. So do you think new England did enough? Uh, <laughs> No. I mean, bottom line, no. Tom Brady is not with the Patriots. They did not do enough. That being said, Bill Belichick has always ran a championship caliber team every single year. New England has a chance to win it all. Obviously, part of that was Tom Brady, but until I have a reason not to trust in Bill, I'm going to trust in him. Yeah, yeah, I actually I agree, but I just I'm a little I'm a little distraught just because of the it was clear last year after they got rid of Antonio Brown that Brady wanted another number one. 
and I'm just going to bring this up now. I had it for later in the podcast, but DeAndre Hopkins was traded for a second round pick. Yeah, that's we, that's we traded a, we traded a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, obviously, I, I think I think the second round pick for Mohamed Sanu is more of your everyday reasonable type of situation. The way that played out, I don't think that. Hopkins being dealt like that takes anything away from the way New England traded for Sanu. It's just mind-blowing to everybody in the NFL right now that that happened for the Texans, like that they were willing to give him up for next to nothing. I think that is the anomaly, not the other trades. Yeah, it's come out too. And here's the thing. Now knowing what I know, playing armchair quarterback, it wouldn't have happened. Hopkins was wanting 18 to $20 million a year. He's basically wanting uh, Amari Cooper money. Right. New England doesn't have that right now. So, you know, I'm no cap specialist, but they went into this, this seat, this off season with about 30 million and they cut into that pretty darn quick. Oh yeah. And Brady was asking for what we heard about 30 million. So it just wasn't realistic for them to try and bring in, somebody else without Brady taking a significant cut. And then at that point, you can't even work with the rest of your contracts because you've landed two players. Yeah. I was kind of holding out hope that after they tagged Joe Tooney, they could potentially trade for OBJ because the Browns needed offensive line help. But that never came into play. The Browns stood put. They're, they're holding on to OBJ. And obviously Tom Brady says he's gone. Yeah, we don't, so, we don't know how close the Browns ever were to trading OBJ either. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm not speculating they were close. I just, I guess, I just kind of assumed that uh, Bill Belichick would at least make the phone call, and I don't know if he did or not. I, who knows? But right, what did you think about Bill Belichick's statement about Brady? I mean, it was a great statement. Tongue in, tongue in cheek. What do you think? I think it was perfectly fine. I mean, the the biggest part of it is something he's said previously and yet people I think fail to notice Tom Brady's the goat like he said it in a statement there and he has said it before I mean I think there's plenty of respect there I think it was a good statement yeah I agree I uh I'm shocked at how quickly they came out but I do think that everybody in the New England organization that matters Bill Belichick Tom Brady Robert Kraft, I think they all knew, honestly. I just think that Tom was kind of waiting to see if the Patriots could work some magic with a wide receiver, and they couldn't. That's just really what it came down to. Yeah, I don't think it takes long to craft those types of uh, statements either. I think in the back of your head, you always have an idea of what you would say. Um, Speaking of the statements, though, the big thing that gets me is, uh, I don't recall who reported it, but apparently Kraft wanted it made very obvious that if Tom Brady wanted to be a Patriot, he would be a Patriot. That statement I find absolutely laughable and disrespectful. And I love Robert Kraft, so it's hard to say that, but I think Tom Brady would have loved to be a Patriot for his entire career. So making that statement just makes absolutely no sense. I think he's just trying to save face, honestly. Yeah, you know, the, the only person I don't think gives a shit about their face is, is Bill Belichick. Yes. I think Tom Brady, honestly, truly, 
I think he did want to be a Patriot. I do, I do believe that. But he's not going to sign with somebody if they don't have what he can – he needs He needs something to succeed. You don't have weapons. Julian Edelman's not a number one. And I love Julian Edelman. I know you do too. Oh, he's yeah. not a number one. And Diggs was traded. Hopkins was traded. There, Amari Cooper was on the, the free agent wire. There was a lot of receivers, a lot of number ones, and New England didn't get any. And Brady walked to a very good group of wide receivers at Tampa Bay. I yeah, mean, I mean, didn't two of their receivers, both Godwin and Evans, finish in the top four of – top three maybe of receiving yards this past season? Like, they're monsters. It's absolutely unreal. I, yeah. You know, I think Godwin's really good. Oh, yeah. But Mike Evans is personally one of my favorite receivers in the league. I try to get him on fantasy every year. The dude averages, like, as a career over 16 yards per catch. It's absolutely unreal. He's unguardable at six. Brady's going to absolutely love him. He's like a mix between Randy Moss and Gronk. It's just – it's unfair. And I personally believe now that he's got a quarterback and he's got Godwin, and we'll talk about here in a minute whether or not they're going to land Antonio Brown. But, dude, this yeah. this could be – this could be vintage Tom Brady. It's an embarrassment of riches. And honestly, let's let's just fucking touch that right now. Antonio Brown, like it seems so unrealistic for that to happen just because where do you fit three potential number well, two definitely with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and Godwin played like a number 1 last year too. So, where do you fit all of them? Like you have Who to cares? hope that you have to hope that they all stay professional and no one becomes a diva about it. And I'm not saying that any of those three would be, but that's definitely a concern in the back of your head when you've got three extremely talented wide receivers like that and only one ball. Yeah, I agree, but I disagree. I just think that Antonio Brown last year alone, and I've argued with a lot of people on this, Antonio Brown never used to be a head case. This is relatively new. That's true. And – he just sat out an entire year of football and did not get paid. Two different teams had him under contract and voided their contract based off of him being a douchebag. And I think he learned from it. And I think Brady probably had a talk with him because Brady's still liking his tweets and things like that. Those two are close. They're six round picks. They hold a lot of, a lot of similarities as far as their character, not their character, my bad, their work ethic, their determination to win. They share a lot of that. And I personally believe that one of the re- – again, we New England wasn't able to land a number one, but I promise you, if they Antonio Brown's still on that roster, Tom Brady is too. So I guarantee he had a talk with both the Chargers and he had a talk with Tampa Bay and said, hey, what's the possibility of Antonio Brown coming? There's tons of reports coming out that Tom Brady's already pitched Antonio Brown and it's a matter of time seeing where the team lands and what cap space they have before they make it happen. But I, I personally believe that Antonio Brown for a one year, $5 million deal or a one year seven, it's going to be, it's probably going to be about half of what he's actually physically worth. Yeah. New England signed him to a one year, I think it was 10 million at the beginning of like week two or whatever. I think he's going to get half. I think he's getting about one year, 5 million and he would sign with Tampa Bay. And to be honest, who gives a crap where the ball is going? It's just going to be flying all over the place. 
Yeah, it's going to be amazing to watch whether he's there or not. Um, whoever, if if Tampa Bay does give him the contract that he's happy with enough to come play, it's it's going to be very interesting to see if he's really changed or not. He's definitely changed his stance on social media. You know, he went very apologetic and then just kind of stopped talking about the NFL for the most part. Um, mostly you know, focusing on his music career, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he's obviously still in shape, and he's going to be able to light up that field no matter what. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Julian Edelman? Oh, Jules is devastated, of course. I mean, you, you know he wanted that to work out. Um, Julian, yeah. I don't know right offhand how many years are left on his contract, but he's, he's got one year left. He's 34 years old. One year left. Well, I'm not going to say that I can see a reunion happening when they've got the receivers they do in Tampa, but uh, I can definitely see a retirement happening afterwards if uh, things don't play out as good as they have with Tom Brady at the helm. Do you think that – do you think he gets traded this year? I'm not sure that Julian is a trade piece for New England. I believe they would want to keep him simply for the fact that he, I believe, is going to be the number one captain on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, who else do you give that title to? You want his leadership. You want his work ethic, his determination, his positivity. You want all that. You need all that in a time like this. Yeah, there's no question he's the offensive captain at this point. But I guess what I was thinking is – He's 34 years old. He has one year left on the deal. New England is in a rough spot with cap space. I think, I think Jules is earned is due somewhere between six and seven million. I could see. First off, I think a, a, a Buccaneer team to reach out. I think Bill would let him go for a second round pick. I think that would that's all, tough that's to say. Because you need a solid safe, reliable, veteran wide receiver if you're going to have Stidham at the helm. I mean, they have not shown any intention of getting a veteran quarterback that I've seen. That would make a world of difference. You get a veteran quarterback, you don't necessarily need a veteran wide receiver. But if you're going with the young guy, you need that sure hands that Julian brings for sure. Mohamed Sanu is a veteran. I want to point that out. But I guess my take is – if you can take the cap space and you know you could get a second round pick from a team that has an elite quarterback, gosh, I here's a couple of different teams that they could trade him for today that would make a lot of sense and he would fit in. The Bucks, the Saints, the Packers, the Chiefs, uh, probably even San Francisco. He could go home, be close to home, and, and play with Jimmy Garoppolo again. I could just, I could just see him get. I just don't. Well, I would wrong. I would love for him to stay in New England, just like Gronk, retire, retire a Patriot, just like I wanted Brady to. But I think it uh, it makes a lot of. Fun. We don't have a second round pick. We lost that to Sanu. I could see Bill Belichick moving off of Julian Edelman. I just really could. Absolutely, I I see your point for most of those teams. Tampa Bay, I don't see that one at all, especially if they really are going to be targeting Antonio Brown. Then you really have no room for him, unfortunately. 
And as far as your, yeah, Sanu is a veteran, but again, the the Patriot way, the Patriot system all goes through Julian now on the offensive side and his insight to the playbook and everything that's still going to be there this season is extremely important to Stidham. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, some of the key New England losses. They've lost Jamie Collins, Tom Brady, uh, offensive lineman Ted Karras to the Dolphins. They've lost Deron Harmon in a trade. I mean, the Lions and the Dolphins have kind of went back and forth picking apart New England. Is uh, what do you what do you think New England's got next year? What's your prediction? Well, I definitely see opponents in the AFC East that have gotten better. The Bills are the first team that jumps to mind, but it's still New England. It's still Bill Belichick, and we retain some of the key pieces on defense that we still need with the McCordys. Um, We still have our special teams captain, Matthew Slater, and yes, he makes a freaking world of difference. I hate people who don't give respect to special teams. I think uh, we definitely have a challenge this year at winning the AFC East, but it's not impossible, and I believe New England absolutely can make the playoffs either as a division winner or wild card. I definitely see that happening. Yeah. Right now, if if I'm giving my honest, realistic answer, and again, I I shortened, shortened training camp this year is probably inevitable. I, I just think the Buffalo bills probably win the AFC East. I see it. New England is going to be right there with the Dolphins. The Dolphins have just absolutely stunned everybody in free agency. Obviously, they had a lot of cap to work with, but they went out and just got the right players, the, the things that they know will help their system. They added Kyle Van Noy. That is, gosh, that's humongous for them. Yeah, Obviously, a huge loss for New England. I think New England and Miami are probably neck and neck at trying to compete between eight to 10 wins. That I would love to see New England win more than 10 games, but personally, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they need to, though. I think they could potentially win the division with 10 games. Um, I definitely think they could sneak in as a wild card at 10 games as well. Yeah, I still think the Jets are a little ways back. They're probably, oh, they're off. They're probably a four to five win team at best. And the Dolphins even trying to tank won five games, I think, this year. So uh, let's go about uh, the next question. <laughs> what you have any interest in tanking? I am offended that you even ask that question. There's no such thing as tanking. Tanking is for garbage teams like the Browns and the freaking Jets and other trash teams in the NFL, not for the Patriots. Yeah, but tanking gets Trevor Lawrence. I do not care. There are other ways to get the people you need. No, there will never be another sixth round quarterback that turns into Tom freaking Brady. It's not going to happen. But there are other good quarterbacks that are always obtainable. It's just a matter of time. Well, I'm going to give you just a couple of decent quarterbacks that fell in the draft. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo, just to name 
just to name three off the top of my head, all fell in later rounds of the draft. They're all starters in this league, making pretty good money. I just uh, – if they threw Jared Sinem out there and he sucks, I wouldn't be disappointed because Trevor Lawrence – here's the thing. Going on a 20-year dynasty has been incredible and will probably never be touched again. But if Bill Belichick wants to coach for another 10 years and he wants to be elite – you need another Tom Brady type player. And I'm not saying you're going to get a six time Super Bowl champion, but you need somebody better than Jared Stidham. That's big of you to say you need a Tom Brady like player, referring to Trevor Lawrence, who has accomplished absolutely nothing because he's not in the NFL. And that is all that matters. Stidham, you never know. I mean,. He could go out there and do well with what's around him. He could not. But I'm not going to give Trevor Lawrence so much hype that if he comes to New England, we're constantly elite. We'll see what he does. I mean, I guess we'll agree to disagree there. I think that Trevor Lawrence would make us another 10-year contender. But what do you have any quarterbacks that you're looking to potentially want in the draft this year if you're not looking to tank? Would you be okay with them taking a quarterback in the first round? Let's answer that question first. And if so, is there somebody that you're interested in? Obviously not. Bro, don't be a D-bag. He's going number one. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't think we have what it would take to get the number one pick if the Bengals were even going to get rid of that. Um, So, no, I, I don't have anyone in mind that I think New England really needs to target. I mean... I trust Bill, so whatever he does, he does. I'm just personally parked and ready to watch Stidham. I'm full on, let's see what this guy does, and we'll worry about what we do moving forward in the next offseason. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about the Diggs trade. Were you shocked? I mean, that he was traded? Absolutely not. We knew he's been trying to get traded for a while, really. I mean, that's always kind of been around. Were you were you potentially monitoring it or no? Were you just kind of looked at your phone and seen it happen? I just seen that it happened. It was not a shot. Yeah, I was on I was on Twitter and I seen a couple different people breaking. And obviously, Diggs had tweeted about half hour to an hour before being traded. It was time for a fresh start or whatever, and he was tweeting back at people saying it's for real this time. And anyways, I. I really thought New England had just done something that was going to keep Tom Brady. Obviously, we now know that did not happen. We know Diggs ends up in Buffalo. What do you think about Buffalo making the move? I mean, like I said a little bit earlier, I think Buffalo has made the right decisions to be most likely the the best team in the AFC East this year. I think they added the right pieces, and I think Diggs is a perfect player to fit in with Josh Allen there I mean I think he's gonna light it up yeah I personal opinion the Jets need to if they (laughs) I don't know what the hell they're doing but maybe they need to listen to this podcast now is the time now is the time more than ever bulk your team up and try and compete for the AFC East because if you win the AFC East without Tom Brady you have a shot to go to the freaking Super Bowl. And I realize that's everybody, you know, whatever. But Tom Brady's not in your division anymore. He's no longer holding 
you back. Right. You don't even have to meet him in the playoffs. He plays in the NFC. All these AFC teams need to take notice. You know, one of the teams that is a traditional powerhouse in the AFC that has pretty much done nothing that I can even talk about in this podcast is the Steelers. They've been kind of quiet. This is your time. The Colts, they went out and got Phillip Rivers. Who knows how good of a pick that'll be? Uh, They traded their first-round pick for DeForest Buckner from the Niners. Huge get. People, this is an arms race. The AFC is an arms race right now, and I'm shocked at more people that aren't trying to win it. But Buffalo, they flexed their muscles the other night. I don't know if they thought Tom Brady was gone or not, but they flexed their muscles. They're trying to look good. The Colts are trying to look good. Personally, I think the the Chiefs are probably just feeling themselves as we're the best team no matter what happens this year. The Ravens kind of making some weird moves. They're trading away their tight end, and I don't know. I just think that uh, if people aren't willing to take advantage of Tom Brady being gone, they're going to fall behind. And congrats to Buffalo for going out and and trading the farm for Diggs because I think that's a huge fit. Him and John Brown should be sweet with Josh Allen. Yeah, I think – I think you already mentioned the top teams. I mean, Kansas city doesn't need to do much for this arms race. I mean, their offense is still stacked. The Ravens are still going to be a powerhouse as well. Not quite to the chiefs level, I believe, but I mean, still a powerhouse. And then Buffalo is probably that third team in there with that digs pickup that you're going to be seeing these three teams in the playoffs guaranteed and two out of the three are most likely going to be playing each other in the AFC championship. Yeah. Another team we, we talked about on the last pod together that obviously did not end up getting Brady. They took themselves out of the race. I don't know if Brady tipped them off or what, but they took themselves out of the race and they signed Ryan Tannehill to a four year, 118 million. What do you think? Well, I think Ryan Tannehill is now overpaid. I mean, I get that coaching situations and environments, the players around you, it is a team sport, obviously, matter. But I can't imagine drastic enough changes from his play in Miami and even his play this past season to justify that much money. I'm not saying he's not one of the best quarterback options for them right now but i think he got paid like no he definitely got paid. stole that money yeah he definitely got paid all right uh let's circle back Are you rooting for tom brady oh absolutely yeah until new england and tampa bay match up which they don't this year so unless there's some freak super bowl occurrence i mean as long as Tom Brady's not throwing the ball against New England, I'm rooting for him. 2021, New England hosts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just uh, man, just a little fun fact there for you. So, yeah. Super Bowl's in Tampa this year. I don't know if you knew that or not. I have seen, yes. Super Bowl has never the home team the host of the Super Bowl has never been in their own stadium. What do you think? Do you think the Buccaneers have a shot? I think it's rare that a team has a shot at this. But, yeah, I mean, as good as any team that's hosted 
uh, has ever been. I think this Tampa Bay team's probably right up there at the top, you know, for potential to play in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. I think they definitely have a shot. Yeah, I agree. Um, something that uh, I don't personally agree with, but I'm going to run it past you. What do you think Tom Brady needs to do to win the divorce? Hmm. I don't think he personally cares about winning the divorce. All he cares about is winning. So I think it's sort of irrelevant, but going and competing and getting a NFC championship with Super Bowl appearance is plenty. Oh, I mean um, that okay, you're, you're that, that, would, that would be dominating. You're it. shooting high. Oh, let me ask you this. Is Tom Brady a system quarterback if he goes eight and eight with Tampa Bay this year? No, absolutely not. Okay. If he has a losing record, six and ten. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's too many variables, too, that go into it. I got to see what causes this to happen. No. How do we know that the season doesn't start and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin break all four of their legs? Like, that's that's a big point yeah. right there, you know. Okay. Assuming everything stays healthy and perfect, then no, I don't – I still don't think it's the system. I mean, there's there will be other factors in play for sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I've told uh, a couple different people this. I, I personally believe that Tom Brady will solidify himself as being I, – here's the thing. I personally – and I, I don't even know if we've ever discussed this. I personally believe that both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are equally successful, equally responsible for this dynasty. I agree. Okay, I figured you did. Tom Brady, in order to put up his end of the bargain on another team – and would silence any doubters. Ten and six season playoff game. That is it. That's all it takes. It takes nothing. Yeah, I see it. Eight and eight. There's going to be some talk. Is Brady that good? And the thing is, people are drunk because he's going to be 43 years old. And I'm not trying to make excuses for him before he even takes a snap. Because I, I personally, I'm putting it on record here on this podcast. I think he'll be exceptional. Potentially, potentially an MVP season. It's hard to predict an MVP season for a 43-year-old quarterback, but I promise you he won't throw 15 picks this year, and he will throw over 30 touchdowns. Therefore, he's going to be pretty damn good, in my opinion. Hell yeah. All right, with that being said, let's move on to a couple of free agent topics. We've talked a lot about the Patriots and Brady and the Bucks, and let's give some people some little content here. Any uh, NFL free agents, free agency move that impressed you? I mean, we've already talked about it, but digs to the Bills. I mean, that's got to be the biggest one in my mind right offhand. Uh, obviously not talking about Tom Brady because we just did that too. But, I mean, that's the biggest one that's going to make an impact for a team that could potentially win their division based off of a move they did in free agency. I think other division winners are either already set up or – uh, other teams in their divisions have lost the pieces that they need, whereas the Bills have made the move that that really solidifies their chances. Yeah, the, obviously that wasn't a free agency move. It was a trade, but I 100% agree with you. The Tom Brady one obviously goes without saying. The Bucks 
Bravo, man. Bravo, Bucks. Tampa Bay, you've just done something that's going to change the future of your franchise forever. I, I firmly believe that. But the move that I actually love the most, so, you know, I know there's a lot of haters out there. I'm personally not a Cowboy hater. It is whatever for me. I didn't grow up when they were for fantastic, so therefore I don't hate them. But going out and relocking up Amari Cooper, you tagged Dak Prescott, and then they went out and signed Gerald McCoy. I call me crazy. I think the Cowboys are going to be damn good this year. I just can't see how they're not, especially with the change at coach. They pretty much brought back everything they really needed to bring back. They did lose Byron Jones to the Dolphins, who paid basically an arm and a left. But I really liked what the Cowboys did. Yeah, I mean, they got all the pieces they needed to keep for the offense. That's the biggest part, right? I mean, they have their core players, uh, one of the best trios in the NFL right now with Dak, Amari, and Z. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And when – when you're looking at it, I mean, they, they're definitely uh, set up for success, and it's probably completely their own fault if they don't do very well this year as opposed to just another team in their division being that much better. Yeah. I think we probably agree here, but who's your take on the best team so far out of free agency? Obviously, what they've done in free I'm not saying they're going to be the best team in the, in the season. I'm talking about who's done the best with their free agency. I mean, can we say Tampa Bay again? Tom Brady is the key piece. I know we keep talking about it, but it's Tom Brady. I mean, come on. Yeah. I I love what Miami's done. They've signed a lot of stars, man. They've signed a lot of quality players. They've signed, unfortunately, they've signed a lot of Patriots. But the Dolphins are going to be, they're going to be serious next year, man. They're well coached. They just, they're going to be serious. Watch out for him. What do you think about the Dak tag? You think uh, think he gets a contract, or you think he goes in the next year too? I feel like it's got to go into next year. I don't see how they can. I, I mostly because I thought it would be done already. I thought they would have come up with a nice long contract for him already. He re- he so. reportedly turned down one hundred eight million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, I heard. That's what's crazy. So, I mean. When you turn something down like that, you're betting on yourself. I mean, I don't see how they get a contract done before the season starts, so it's definitely going into next year. Yeah. Uh, Kind of – this went down today. Pretty crazy, in my opinion. I love it, but it it was kind of shocking. Nick Foles to the Bears for a fourth-round pick. Good fit, bad fit. What's your take there? I think it can work out. Um, I – I was a little bit surprised by this, but probably shouldn't have been. I mean, Trubisky, uh, yeah. I mean, what more do you got to say? Yeah. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky's confirmed to be terrible. To be that's yes. that's just being fair. Uh, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. I interested. I I think Foles is good. Obviously, he beat New England in the Super Bowl. But I'm not saying I'm a Nick Foles fan, but I thought that he got shafted in Philly, honestly. And I'm not saying that he's better than Carson Wentz, but I don't know, man. I just think that they should have tried to maybe get the farm back for Carson Wentz and surround Nick Foles because that was clearly working. Nick Foles was clearly right. working. Absolutely. And you could have got the I farm the, for Wentz. 
I think the more interesting part of that uh, Nick Foles move is Gardner Minshew. Is that going to really, truly be the piece moving forward? Or what do they have planned for the quarterback position for this year? Yeah, I got a, I got a buddy of mine that is a big Gardner Minshew fan. But I, I think he's all right. I, you know, he's better than Mitch Trubisky, right? Absolutely. I think he's Dalton. Yes. I think he's probably better than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I think it's at least close. It's at least it's a limited it's a limited amount of NFL games and time to really compare. He but was, I he mean, was better than Baker Mayfield this year. Yes, he was, but Baker Mayfield has not been impressive yet. So Yeah. I I think we're in, I don't know about you, but I think he'll bounce back this year especially with a disciplinarian coach. I agree. Austin Hooper to the Browns. What do you think there? They're just trying to bulk up, man. Yeah, I mean, that's great for Baker, for sure. Uh, I like it for Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Reports that the Patriots were never in on Teddy Bridgewater. He ends up signing with Carolina. Good fit? I mean, I don't see why not. New England definitely not ever in on Teddy Bridgewater. I just don't see how he fits what New England has set up personally. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, the the Carolina team, I mean, short passes, dink and dunk to the running back. I I don't know. I think Carolina is going to be better than people think, even though they're kind of trying to tank, in my opinion. It's kind of weird. But I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to let them be awful. I think they'll at least contend in a lot of games. So it'll be interesting to see. You think the Chargers take Tua? Is that a guarantee at this point? I think that's pretty safe to say. They lost I mean, out on Brady. Oh. They basically let Philip walk. The, the, the goat of that uh, organization, they just let him walk. No trade, no nothing. I, I think it's pretty much a done deal. They're going to go after Tua. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Well, uh, good news for the Patriots. Obviously, they got Devin McCourty back on a pretty large deal. What was that, like two years, 24, 23 million? Something crazy. It was a lot more than I thought Bill would give him. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, I think it's well-deserved. Oh, I'm I mean, bottom line. Absolute stud, absolute great leader. Uh, everything about the Patriot way, he he is that. Yeah. Yeah, I love Devin McCourty, uh, one of my all-time favorite Patriots. Glad to have him back. Uh, speaking of back, man, glad to have you back on the pod. This was super fun. We broke down quite a bit. Uh, obviously, an emotional episode for me, probably for you too. I'm going to miss Tom Brady in a Patriot uniform. It's 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 honestly a surreal thing to even think that he's going to play for someone else. It's really disappointing, but uh, I wish him the best. I basically – borderline begged to have him back pod but uh he's gone man yep he is gone but we can swallow our pride clear our throats in bill we trust in bill we trust (laughs) yes all right man thanks for joining me i'll have you on again absolutely